In a world where headlines are nonstop, we give you the news you need to know when you need to know it. This is The Inquirer, and I'm Richard Navarre. Thank you for joining us. It's the current time, and the weather is how it feels outside. Here's our top story. The thing you fear most in life is coming to get you, right now. For clarity, when I say you, I don't mean the collective you. I mean the singular you. You the person listening right now. I won't say where you are in case the thing you fear most is also listening. But it is coming for you, and it is determined. This is not a metaphor. It is a physical creature that is getting closer to you with each passing moment. It has claws and teeth. We advise you to be alert while listening to our broadcast. If you have a baseball bat, we recommend you be prepared to use it. If you are in public, please be sure to keep your back to a wall. Sometimes the news doesn't apply to you. This time, it does. We'll have detailed coverage right after these messages. Hi, I'm Martin Block from the Daddy Daycare Center. I don't know about you, but my kids go through a lot of diapers, and it makes me feel nervous to think I'm just throwing them in the trash. That's why Environmental Dipos is here for you. These biodegradable diapers can be thrown into your compost with your banana peels and eggshells, so you don't have to feel bad when your baby goes do. Welcome back. Our top story, the thing you fear most is coming to kill you at this very moment. For an in-depth look at how you, our listener, is doing, we go now live to Amira Johnson, who is on location with you. Amira, what's the situation look like over there? It's surprisingly calm here, as the listener has been going about their day as normal, doing errands, chores, commuting. They haven't boarded up the windows yet or armed themselves with a weapon. Why do you think that is? In my experience, reporting from battlefields and natural disasters, people are often in denial about the extreme danger they're in. The danger our listener is in is simply unimaginable to them at this moment. Interesting. Have you had a chance to get an interview yet? Well, unfortunately, our listener has not yet answered any of my questions, and I am not sure if they will. Will you? I mean, do you feel prepared to battle the thing you fear the most in life, would you say? Yeah, it uh, doesn't look like our listener's going to comment on the situation. Hopefully, they will grasp the danger they're in and start to prepare. Until then, all we can do is wait. Thank you, Amira. We'll check in again when the thing you fear most gets closer. But first, how does the thing you fear most know where you are? The answer? Social media. Nadia Buzan has more. Representatives from Facebook, Google, and Amazon have come together in San Francisco to issue a public apology for leaking your private information to the thing you fear most. We can confirm that we have had a series of regrettable leaks. We are currently reviewing our privacy policies to make sure this doesn't happen again. Our goal has always been to foster positive connections between people we never intended to help the thing you fear most find and destroy you. Looking to get ahead of the inevitable backlash, the companies offered their apologies. We acknowledge that this leaked information will make it easier for the thing you fear most to track your movements. It will also give it better insight to your psyche. And for that, we sincerely apologize. Hopefully with upcoming changes, the thing you fear most won't be able to get anyone else. Is your company claiming to be legally responsible if the monster finds its target? Ultimately, no. Um, and I'll speak directly to the listener here. Since the thing you fear most has been stalking you your whole life, it was bound to get you eventually. So, no, we do not own the responsibility, legally speaking. There it is. Sympathy, but not action. From San Francisco, this is Nadia Busan. Thank you, Nadia. If corporations can't help you, can the people... 
Local organizers are advocating for statewide legislation aimed at preventing the thing you fear most from getting you. We turn now to Martin Glasgow, who was with organizers outside the state capitol yesterday waiting to hear if their proposal would be taken up. Protesters have surrounded the state capitol. The demand, the state should do something to prevent the most horrifying monster you can imagine from getting you. It's just a shame. If we can't keep this thing from wrapping its tentacles around your neck and sucking the blood out of your eyes, I mean, what kind of country do we live in? Are people optimistic about the vote? Well, we had a great meeting with our local state representative. He hadn't given us his full support, but after we explained how the monster would eat the listener and how long it would take, he seemed genuinely concerned. And what brought you out here? My, uh, my mother got got by the thing she feared most. When that happened, I don't know, I, I wasn't there. I'd hide. She'd just be coming home from work or starting on dinner when the windows got darker and the thing's claws would tap on the window. And I knew it was coming, so I'd run to my room. I should have done something then. I didn't, so I'm here now. But just across the road, there was a different feeling. I spoke with one counter-protester holding a sign that read, It's your fault. Oh, we're saving everyone now? Just because one person is going to die in the worst way possible, we have to have a government intervention? I mean, this is ludicrous. Can the listener hear me now? Yeah, good. You're just one person. I'm sorry to break it to you. You're just one person. It's you this is happening to. Leave the rest of us out of it. At noon, word came from inside the Capitol. After reviewing Proposition 247, the legislature has decided not to put it up for a vote until we reconvene from recess in four weeks. It's just really disappointing. We all tried really hard to lobby for it, but it didn't catch on with the assemblymen. We've told them the monster has been planning to get the listener for a long time. We told the assemblyman how badly it wants to eat the listener. We told them how long its tongue is. All of it. But still, idiots out there are like, what does the monster that you fear most have to do with me? Any words of encouragement? To the person who's going to get eaten by the monster? Yes. Hey, I know you don't deserve this. You're just washing your dishes or commuting to work or whatever. It shouldn't be your last day. But this country doesn't care. There will be no help. And the hardest battle you have to fight, you'll have to fight alone. Be strong. From the state capitol, I'm Martin Glasgow. To analyze why this is happening to you now, we're joined by three experts. Eric Labute, head of the Freedom Group, Morgan Allister, director of Stop Right Now, and Frank Cobalt, a friend of yours who you were close with in middle school. Welcome, everyone. First question, will the thing ultimately kill our listener? Eric, start us off. Yes. Definitely. Honestly, given how many times the listener has been to the gym this past year, <laughs> they have a very slim chance of defeating this thing. Morgan, same question. I have to agree with Eric. This thing is going to kill our listener. The question really is, how slowly? And Frank? I'm cautiously optimistic. Um, I believe in our listener, so I'm going to just say that you can do this. You really can. <laughs> That's sweet, but wrong. I think the question on our listener's mind must be, why? Why is the thing I fear most coming to kill me, Frank? Well, um, I guess it's uh, a little hard to talk about. We fell out a little while back, and, and hey, that, that's on me. So we haven't connected as much in the past few years. 
So I don't, I don't want to mischaracterize anything, but I, I I think it really has to do with the listeners' parents. Oh, how insightful. Blame the parents. Yeah, that, look, there's no reason to bring up the parents. It's completely Excuse ridiculous. Me. Excuse me, with the respect of the other panelists, you all didn't grow up with the listener? I did. Oh, oh, so When was the last time you even talked to the listener? Oh, come on now. We'll have equal times for responses in a minute. Frank. Thank you, Richard. Um, it's just, you know, I'd feel a little more comfortable if I spoke directly to my friend now. Look, I know your parents have been feeding the monster, and they've been feeding it as long as I've known okay, you. Okay, this is outrageous. Listener, for the record, your parents deny ever even knowing the thing you fear most in life. You never talk to them about your problems. Oh, please. Anyone who's seen you and your parents together would know. The way you would cringe after your parents made some offhand comment... There was this one time when our families were vacationing together, remember? That lake house that your dad had back then. I mean, we were tired swinging into the water, and um, you jumped and cut your foot on a rock. And your dad came up to take a look. Before he bandaged you up, he took out a little vial and collected some of your blood. I mean, it was the strangest thing, but you acted like it was completely normal. And once you were bandaged up, you went inside, but I followed him. And he walked deep into the woods, and there, chained to a stake in the ground, was the thing you fear the most. Your dad put the vial in front of its nose so it could smell your blood. I mean, then your father poured the blood into the monster's mouth. No, this, was... this is ridiculous. Think, if the parents were feeding it this it's whole time, truth. why hasn't it killed the listener earlier? I mean, I, you, I you don't, don't know. You don't know. I... Exactly. Listen. Your parents were great. They gave up everything for you. They sacrificed, enslaved, and clawed their way out of poverty and across the ocean to give you the best life possible. If we're having an adult conversation, which I, I hope we are, oh, we on. shouldn't be focusing on childhood. We should be focusing on the here and now. And the here and now is telling me that you're fucking up. Whoa. Yeah. Okay, now you're going to you victim You know blame. it. The okay. thing that's coming for you knows it too. If you hadn't made so many mistakes lately, it may not have decided to just swoop down from its lair. I mean, why shouldn't the monster come get you? Hmm? I mean, forgive me here, but it's pretty ridiculous that we're asking why the thing you fear most wants to kill you. The reason is you. You brought this on yourself. Uh, I don't know. No, look, this type of hyperbolic, emotional argument does nothing yeah, for I'm our not, understanding. I'm not being hyperbolic. Stop calling me hyperbolic, Eric. I'm telling the truth. It may feel good to find a single person to blame, but it wouldn't be accurate. The, the truth is that since the beginning of this nation, people have been killed by things they fear most. Here we go. The question I think we should all be asking, especially those of us in the media, is... If people are being killed by their fears left and right, why do we highlight only some cases? Because we're talking about one person right now. No, 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 no. We need to think about it sociologically. <sighs> What's your race? What's your gender? Did you go to college? And when we reflect on those factors, the entire issue becomes more illuminating. Because, let's be honest, there is certainly a connection between things people fear, and privilege. Privilege? Yeah, really? Yes, oh. yes. Some people oh. don't have serious fears. They just don't. So the idea that the thing they fear the most will kill them is ludicrous. But some people have very tangible fears rooted in this country's history. Those fears kill. Oh, oh, now you want to think about the larger implications. Because the thing that you feared the most was also the thing your cousin feared most. And, and what happened to them? Hmm? Hmm? They got got. 
and you didn't do anything. Okay, but could we not bring the cousin into no, this? No, no, I mean... let's bring your cousin into this because, listener, you didn't want to think about your cousin when the thing came to get them, hmm? did you? When it hauled them off to some dungeon and kept them there to this very day? That was their problem. That was about their choices. You weren't like them. You knew how to act right. You thought you made good choices. But now that you're going to suffer the same fate, you're all about how, oh, we're in this together? Child, please. Look, you, your cousin, our focus is way too limited. Why does the government give subsidies to the thing you fear the most? Why is it possible to buy stock of the thing's dungeons on the Dow Jones? Whatever happened to personal responsibility? Oh, great. Personal responsibility, really? What happened to family values? Oh, family values, Yeah, right. if your yeah. parents mm -hmm. aren't protecting you mm -hmm. in this mm -hmm. world, then who... Oh, oh okay. Um, it sounded like something was there with the listener. Listener, did you hear that? Uh, apologies to our panelists, but we should quiet down so you can hear. Okay, so we're going to take a short break here. I recommend you slowly look behind you. Right now. If it isn't behind you, check any hidden crawl spaces that could be near you. Remember to keep your back against a wall. This is The Inquirer. We'll be back after this message. The Inquirer is brought to you by Jasper Mattresses. Do you miss sleeping outside under the stars? Jasper Mattresses will bring the outside inside. Go to jaspermattresses.com to customize your perfect mattress filled with grass, plants, or other soil. Go to jaspers.com and find the bed that fits you, bringing the outside inside. Jasper Mattresses is not responsible for any ticks, fleas, or other bugs that may come into your house due to outside vegetation. TP Fun Time. Ever tired of using regular toilet paper on your butthole? Try TP Fun Time using all kinds of cloths. We have a thousand thread Egyptian cotton, silk, rayon, sandpaper, rocks. Try TP Fun Time. That's tpfuntime.com. Welcome back. This is The Inquirer. I'm Richard Navarre. When we last left you, it seemed that the thing was almost upon you. Let's check in with Amira Johnson, who's live on location with you. Amira, what's happening over there? Uh, okay, something was trying to break in, uh, but it ran off, and our listener is now trying to board up windows. Can you describe it? Yeah, I haven't gotten a good look at it, just its tentacles. Oh, huh. Uh, yeah, it looks like it's coming back. No, oh, oh. Are, are, are you okay? Was that the thing our listener fears the most? No, it wasn't the thing you fear the most. It's one of its children. Its children? Yeah. The thing can give birth to smaller versions of itself, which seem to be scoping out our listener's location. Looks like it's trying to get a peek at the listener's defenses. And how has the listener been dealing with that? Our listener finished this one off relatively quickly. I mean, honestly, I'm impressed. If this is any indication, then maybe our listener has a chance of making it. So our listener is taking this much more seriously. Well, our listener still won't respond to me. But by the way they're nailing those boards on the windows, yeah, I'd say they're taking this seriously. Well, I'm happy to hear it. We'll check in soon. I have word that Martin Glasgow has spotted the thing you fear the most and is live on location with it now. That is the sound of the thing you fear most. Yep, so it's moving slowly down the boulevard, keeping a steady pace. Pedestrians and cars simply move out of its way when it passes. Excuse me, sir. How do you feel about the thing moving through the neighborhood? Look, man, I was ready to fight this thing, okay? I thought if it was gonna get the listener, it was gonna get everyone in its path to the listener. 
but it hasn't gotten anyone else. So I'm gonna stay out of it. Sorry, I send my prayers. Anything you wanna tell our listener? Look, buddy, I'll tell you what my dad told me. Just because you get shot, doesn't mean you have to fall down. Feel me? That's just in movies. You can stay standing after you get shot. Just stay standing. You can survive a lot. Trust me. Are you reporting on this thing? Yes. As a local resident, would you like to say anything to our listener? Yeah, I would. That's the thing you fear most in your life? I mean, sure, it's big. But the thing you're scaredest of in your life? No, no, no. Let me tell you this. I moved here from Palestine. You think the thing you fear is scary? You should see what people there fear. <laughs> this is nothing. Be thankful only this thing is coming for you and not something else. And there it goes. It just spread its wings and took flight. Unfortunately, I can't move as fast as it can, but it should be at your location any moment. I'll do my best to follow it. Let's go back to Amira Johnson. Amira, has it arrived now? Well, here I am, uh, right next to you, as you secure the last defenses you've made. Uh, this quaint home, usually charmingly messy, uh, filled with too many records and books, has been transformed into a fortress. The listener has been rather stoic through this whole process, though. Their heart must be racing. Oh my god, it's here. Oh no, oh god. Okay, it's here. It's here. Amira, Amira, can you tell us what's happening? Here, listen. Noise the thing is definitely right above us. Oh god. Oh my god, its tentacles are probing the windows, but the boards you put up are holding. Oh. Okay. Okay. You've just picked up your hammer and you're moving towards a tentacle by the window. Yes. Yes! You're smashing the tentacle with your hammer. Good for you, kid. Yes! like four or five times bigger than the children of the thing. I cannot stress enough. This thing is freaking huge. So I really don't know how well the hammer's gonna work, but I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> okay, it withdrew its tentacle. Amira, are you there? Amira. Uh, okay, it just, uh, it just, uh, ripped off the roof. Oh my god, uh, okay. This thing is incredibly strong, uh, and as terrifying as it is, you, you have to admire its beauty. I'm, I'm reminded of Baghdad during the night of the, the first U.S. airstrikes, actually. Amira, Amira, is it safe to still be there? Okay, I'll be fine. Don't worry, Richard. I've, uh, I've never seen our listener like this, though. They're swinging their hammer around like Thor. They're dodging its strikes and hitting back any chance you can get. And if everyone who thought our listener wouldn't be able to fight this thing is completely wrong. They're holding on like a champion. And, uh... Amira! Amira! It seems like we've lost Amira. Hopefully Martin Glasgow will be on the location soon. Uh, Let's turn back to our commentators in the studio. Eric? First, before we go any further, I want to acknowledge Amira and all journalists who risk their lives to give us the news. This is another example of how the chaos you cause destroys other people. When will you just realize what you are? No, 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 no. We should not use this moment to score a political point. Amira reported from Iraq and Syria, and your monster killed her? I mean, can you get that through your head? Well, first off, we don't know if she's dead. That's right. We're all holding out hope that she can pull through. What about our listener? 
How are their chances? Well, none of us could have imagined they'd make it this far. This is incredibly impressive. Actually, I did. Yes, but it's important to remember it's only been a few minutes. There's no reason to feel optimistic just yet. I mean, do you have any sympathy? Sorry to interrupt. I've just received word from our producers that Martin is on the scene. Martin, are you there? Yes, I just arrived here. Amira is unconscious, but still breathing. Thank God. Just one of many casualties I saw on the way here. There's destruction up and down the block. And, oh God! Oh. And and how is our listener doing? Uh, uh, what? Uh, well, you know, wow! I, I I can't believe I'm saying this, but our listener is still fighting it. I mean, they've climbed on the thing's back now. <laughs> They're trying to choke it with one of its own tentacles. Honestly, the listener may be able to kill this thing once and for all. And oh oh oh! Okay, the monster has thrown the listener off its back. It now has them wrapped in its tentacles. And it's bringing the listener toward its mouth. And as they look into the monster's eyes, they're paralyzed. And in its eyes, you can see yourself clearly. Not the way other people see you, but the way you really are. Ugly and cowardly, with no talent or moral courage. In its teeth are pieces of your cousin... You can see how easily it chewed through them. And if your cousin couldn't survive this, why should you? Your body's gone limp. I don't know if this means you've given up fighting. And this seems like it. Our listener is done for. No. No. No, no, no. Whoa! <laughs> no, you've got some fight left in you. You've gotten... One hand free, and you're trying to hold this thing's jaw open to prevent it from crushing you, and... Oh my god! Oh my god! You have snapped its jaw! It, it dropped you, and now you're scrambling away while it's trying to hold its jaw under its tentacles and claws. Wow! The thing you fear most in life is flying away! It is retreating! <laughs> this is beyond belief. There's debris everywhere. Your property has been scattered across half the neighborhood, but you remain standing. Richard Navarre, no one saw this coming. Incredible. We are overjoyed. Truly a shocking turn of events. Panel, anything you'd like to say to our listener? Yes! Yes! That's unbelievable. That's what I'm talking about! Congratulations. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I knew you could do it. I knew it. This is amazing. Congratulations. All right, rest up. And when you got some time, just give me a text. Let's go grab a drink. That was truly shocking. But not to diminish your victory, but you didn't end up killing the thing you fear most. You're saying it could come back? Yes, and it can come back stronger. For once, Morgan made an accurate statement. That is true. I mean, if you haven't killed it, yeah, it could come back. But you know what? You didn't want you to die again. You know what I mean? You're alive right now. <laughs> That's our show for today. Tune in tomorrow when hopefully our feature story will have nothing to do with you. <laughs>